Well, it's back to school for many students starting today. For others, it's tomorrow. And I understand it's as late as Thursday, even. Some students not starting till a Thursday. Bit of a staggered start this year. And joining us now with some advice for anxious parents and students is Dr. Dina Kulik, who is a pediatrician and founder of Kid Crew, and joins us now here on Global News Radio. Dr. Kulik, nice to speak with you again. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. Okay, as a pediatrician, what is your biggest concern when it comes to a return to the classroom? I am less concerned around kids getting COVID, which by and large, they've stayed very well throughout this whole pandemic. Certainly, we're hearing more about kids in the U.S. in particular that are getting sick with COVID or getting hospitalized, but that's because they have so many people with COVID. So only, you know, a very small percentage of people that get COVID will be children. A much smaller percentage will be kids that get very sick with COVID, and very, very few kids will die from COVID. We have enough kids that get COVID or enough people that get COVID, some kids will get sick. By and large, though, we've done very well from that perspective. What is, however, challenging for families is we're in quite a high viral season already, actually. So we're seeing a ton of kids with fevers and cough and croup symptoms and stomach bugs. And this has been going on for a few months, probably as kids are hanging out with other kids again and going to summer camps and daycares, et cetera. What is a bigger trouble for families is the constant in and out of school and daycare and the testing and the waiting and, and that sort of stuff. That's much more of a burden. Plus, of course, so many families and kids are super stressed about the idea of going back to school. And, you know, kids have been home for a long time. There's certainly been a lot more, you know, anxiety, depression, mental health concerns for kids and families. So there's a lot to work through, and it's a you know overwhelming and anxiety-provoking time for many people. Mm-hmm. I want to talk a little more about that anxiety in a second, but back to your first point about just uh, sniffles and coughs. What is your advice? Because I would think that's a major concern for parents right now. If their kids come home from school the next week or two and do have a cough, how do you know if it's just a simple cough or maybe it's something more, even COVID? Yeah, they need to be tested. So the guidelines are saying that if a child has a fever, a cough, any gastrointestinal symptoms or change in smell or taste that they need to get tested and otherwise stay home for at least 10 days. If they have just the sniffles, the recommendation is to also stay home, though they don't necessarily have to test and kids should not return to programs, school, daycare, et cetera, until they are feeling better. But by and large, I think if your child has any viral symptoms at all, I think it's best to get them tested to reassure you that they don't have COVID and that way you could be more safe sending them back so that they're not potentially going to, you know, infect other people. Even if it's not COVID, it's still nice to know that they're better again before sending them back so that they're not, you know, pass on other viruses to their friends and then they have to get tested and then they have that anxiety and then the, the pattern repeats itself. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to that anxiety for those, whether it's students or parents that are feeling anxious, feeling anxiety about this return to the uh, classroom, uh, what is your advice in dealing with that? I think open communication with your healthcare provider for sure. Certainly most kids and adults are feeling a bit anxious, but it's not true mental illness. But we have seen a rise in true depression, anxiety, OCD, Many children and adults are seeking professional help, and I think it's important to review your symptoms or your child's symptoms with their healthcare provider to see if they need a formal assessment, if they'd benefit from working through these concerns with others. 
I do think, though, that now that many kids are heading back to the classroom, the return to that sort of routine and predictability and time with other adults like their teachers and administrators and their friends, I think a lot of kids will start to feel a lot better mental health-wise. It's really challenging to be at home for so many months. It's really challenging not to be like running and playing with your friends outdoors. It's challenging to be isolated in that way. And many families are really stressed too because they're working and they're trying to entertain their children and they're trying to keep them on the virtual school. It's very anxiety provoking. So I think being back in the classroom will really help parents, teachers, students, everyone feel a lot better about the situation and, you know, feeling more safe about being around their peers again. Yeah, just because it's a quote-unquote return to normal, and this is, by the way, the the third school year we're dealing with this when you include uh, that it affected the end of the first school year, all of last school year, and now, of course, uh, we're going into a third school year. It's a very long haul. My my eldest is 10. My youngest just turned four. He was in, you know, daycare program three years ago and then has been home since then. Now starting JK, my other kids are going back to school it's a huge transition, you know, to think about my youngest when this all started and now as a four-year-old, like humongous change, right? These kids need to be social again. They need to be with their peers again. And as long as they're masked up and hopefully all their teachers are vaccinated and the older kids are vaccinated, it is definitely a safer environment to go back into. That being said, we shouldn't let our guard down, right? Vaccines are not the be-all and end-all. Not everyone is vaccinated. Most of these kids in school are not vaccinated, including my children, who, of course, are not vaccinated yet. Essentially, elementary schools are unvaccinated places. So kids can still get COVID. They can still and will still get other viral illnesses. So we need to be diligent and cautious, I think. You know, mask up, use the hand sanitizer, wash your hands, and really stay home if you're sick. I can't emphasize this enough. Even if your child doesn't have COVID, bringing other viruses into the school setting is anxiety-provoking and stressful for other families now have to worry about their exposure to COVID and get them tested and, and whatnot. So I know we want to keep our kids in school, but if they're sick, it really is better for them and for their peers and their teachers and everyone to not be exposed until they're feeling better. And also anxiety-provoking can be the unknown and the fear of the unknown. And if you are concerned about your child being back in the classroom, would your advice be to pick up the phone, call the school, talk to your child's school administrators, and just see what has been done? Because I know there's been a lot of talk about, well, the HVAC system has been upgraded and the air quality and circulation is better. But uh, I'm not so sure, you know, every parent has details on what has happened to their child's school. And sometimes that information really is calming and it's power. A hundred percent. I think the more we know about the environment our kids are going back into, hopefully the more reassured we can be. You know, a lot of the schools have great HVAC systems or they're newer, newer buildings or they've done different things to make it a safer space. You know, perhaps finding out how many kids are in the child's classroom, perhaps find out about, you know, the masking policy, how far apart they're going to be separated. Myself, even as a parent, I reached out to our school and I learned that each classroom had a HEPA filter in the classroom. That wasn't necessary, but they instituted it. And I thought that made me feel so much more confident going in. You know, I found out that my youngest one will be at a table only with one other child. I assumed they'd be with three other children. You know, this is just my own experience, but it gave me a lot of comfort knowing that the schools, of course, want to keep numbers down as well, right? No one's out to get people. Everyone wants to keep kids in school healthy. They want to keep their team, you know, their teachers, their administrators safe as well. So everyone really is on the same page here, trying to keep everyone healthy. 
and they're doing that to the best of their abilities. You bet. Dr. Dina Kulik. Dr. Kulik, appreciate the time as always and some uh, great advice. Thanks so much for sharing it with everybody this afternoon. You're very welcome. Dr. Dina Kulik is a pediatrician and the founder of Kid Crew. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.